0: Let my honesty spill out through the pages... You're listening to Escaping the Rat Race. I'm your host, Amy Leo, a singer, songwriter, and mental health educator. And our show is all about questioning the status quo and pushing the boundaries into what's possible for human beings and not probable. So tune in and get ready to escape the rat race, not only the monotonous 9 to 5 work grind, but also that incessant internal mental chatter that prevents most of us humans from experiencing more joy, peace, clarity, and freedom. On today's show, we're speaking with Amanda, a holistic health coach and aromatherapist who shares how her natural enthusiasm provided a platform for her to share her story and surprisingly for her, build a business doing what she loves. The episode really picks up in the middle and at the end when Amanda leaves us with a really beautiful take home and nugget of wisdom to reflect on for ourselves. So stay tuned to start exploring how you too can escape the rat race. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. My name is Amy Leo, and we are here for another segment of our Solopreneur series. And today we are meeting with Amanda. Amanda is an integrative nutrition health coach and aromatherapist. And I'm just going to let her take it away from here, just share a little bit about your story with us, Amanda, and also uh, what you do, what inspires you.
1: Well, hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I um, started doing aromatherapy and nutrition a few years ago because. I had so many of my own health concerns, and I was actually put on a lot of prescription medication by a few different doctors, and it really wasn't working for me, and I decided that it really was important for me to go on my own health journey and to be my own health advocate. And I started using a lot of um, holistic and alternative therapies, massage, chiropractic, um, applied kinesiology. and through all of those methodologies it really helps um, turn my life around and bring me to a whole new level of wellness and so you know I went and studied nutrition and aromatherapy so that I would be able to help others on their wellness journeys
0: I think that's great I work a lot with seniors and so often um, that generation it seems in particular weren't really taught to question you know, all the advice of the traditional Western doctors. So they do, they go on all these prescription medications. And I think it's really wonderful that you, you really took action and and were your own advocate. That's fantastic, Amanda. So what are you doing now? Um, How are you serving folks? And let's just keep going with that.
1: Well, right now I own my own business called Amanda's Aromatherapy, which is wellness through aromatherapy and nutrition. I do different workshops around aromatherapy and nutrition, as well as do um, private health coaching sessions with individuals on a one-to-one basis. I've helped people do anything from lose weight to drink less alcohol, sleep better, improve their eating habits, establish an exercise routine. Um, And I do incorporate aromatherapy into my sessions if my clients are willing to do so. I find that aromatherapy adds a whole new level because because of its very nature, the essential oils are able to reach a part of the brain that I feel like no other therapy is able to do because it reaches the emotional center in your brain. Mm -hmm. And it really helps people get to the heart of their true issues. I don't think that diet and exercise alone um, is enough to impact people for their overall health and wellness. I think you have to look at the holistic perspective of are they happy in their careers, in their relationships, with their spirituality, with all aspects of their life to really find true health and wellness.
0: Yeah, I think that's huge. Amanda. I mean, I can speak in my own life, uh, coming from someone that has been on a lot of yo-yo dieting <laughs> throughout the years or fad programs. And, and of course, maybe you of course find this, you know, with your clients is it isn't sustainable. You know it isn't sustainable maybe it would work you know to lose a couple pounds for bikini season but at the end of the day it wasn't sustainable so i would love if you could share with us maybe your biggest success story or uh, a case of when you work with someone that really kind of inspires you and lights you up
1: yes i totally agree amy that most diets are totally unsustainable and i love helping people create new healthy lifestyles that are something they can maintain know throughout the rest of their life and it's not about doing something for a short period of time um, to get uh, some specific result but really making an overall healthy lifestyle choice that will impact you you know and your health and your whole family and the people around you even I think the most amazing results that I've gotten with a client is recently where I helped um, someone discover Uh, her food sensitivities to dairy and gluten Mm. and a lot of people aren't even aware that this is a thing Um, and I do test for those with my clients so that they can determine if there are certain foods that they should be avoiding and I think it's beneficial because in my personal opinion if you have one of these food sensitivities it's going to be very very difficult for your body to give up the weight if you're trying to lose weight if you're eating some of these foods that your body really considers toxic. So I've been helping my client um, and she's lost at least 20 pounds now in a very short amount of time, you know, without really straining to restrict her food or doing any kind of crazy exercise routine. She, you know, has a small child and she doesn't have a lot of time for, you know, herself, but she, is doing my program so that she will be able to continue to be around for her family and improve her health for her, her lifestyle.
0: Cool. Cool. I love, I love everything that you're talking about and, and how, how the, the mindset feeds into health, how a biochemical reaction absolutely exists depending on our individual bodies and, and how you're really taking into account the individual. Uh, I, I get curious on the entrepreneurial side about it as well so how did you decide to make the jump to starting your own business what was that like for
1: you that's actually a really funny question Amy because it kind of just happened um wasn't really planning to start a business and it just kind of started all on its own and I've had to kind of catch up to you know, getting all of the, my ducks in a row. And it just took on a life of its own. I started with the aromatherapy. I started teaching workshops and sharing it because well, what I've found aromatherapy does for me personally, is just amazing. The results that I've gotten with my health and, and I really enjoy sharing that with others. And I just started sharing that. And I think my natural enthusiasm for it, you know, was infectious. And it started, you know, other people would come to me and ask me questions about my story and about, you know, the health concerns that I had. And they wanted to know how they could do that for themselves. And I started helping them with the nutrition side of it as well and melding the two together. And, you know, things started happening. People started getting results. And it was just something that happened in the most magical way. And, I, and I've been enjoying it ever since.
0: I think it's really funny that you just said that, Amanda. The gal I interviewed uh, yesterday, most recently, said the exact same thing that she wasn't planning <laughs> on no way. business. No way! Seriously, you know, it's it's so amazing, and there's such uh, power in sharing both of your stories with people that are listening because I think, at least in the culture that you know we grew up in, uh, Westernized culture, you know, we're kind of taught that there's you know, we are the ones in control, right? And we have to create these how-tos or a business plan or a schooling plan for our careers. And we pick ourselves up by the bootstraps. But what happens, and what I hear you saying as well, Amanda, is that when you lean into life, there are so many opportunities that occur that you couldn't have even conceived with your conceptual mind before they kind of dropped in on your lap, per se. You know, it's very simple what you're sharing of, organically following your own intuition and just following your passion and and how that started to unfold. And not to say that I'm sure you don't have challenges along the way as well. Um, But but again, this creation of a business, this creation of life, this uh, creation of health from the inside out is something that's really, really huge um, for people to see. So with that, I think I, I'd like to play a little devil's advocate if you'll play along, Amanda, <laughs> and ask, oh. um, what are your biggest struggles right now or your biggest challenges as a, as a business owner?
1: Well, I'm sure every small business owner really feels that it's hard to really get established, um, especially locally or even online. I think it's hard to to get your message out there. And so it's been really important for me to start collecting testimonials from the clients that I've worked with and getting feedback from people who have taken my workshops and you know, just start building awareness around what I'm doing because I know that I can help people and I know that there are people out there looking for answers and alternative therapies and ideas. And I know that I can help them and I just am you know, looking for more avenues and expanding on ways to find them and for us to connect.
0: Great. Great. I, I, I'm really taken by your love of growth and continued learning. And I think that's also really important is, is having a growth oriented mindset, you know, um, at least in my own life, it's definitely been a a long road of learning both business and personally, uh, and I'd love to hear how do you see the connection between mindset with with your physical health?
1: Oh, I mean, those go hand in hand so much because if you can change your thinking, I think you can totally change your health. It, there's the body is amazing; it, its interconnectedness is unbelievable, and I truly think that it was designed that way, and when you really start looking at all the things that happen, if you just make some small mindset changes, I mean, that's really where the true change is. It's not about, you know, working out 30 hours a week and only eating vegetables. And it's not, it doesn't have to be that drastic. I think people are so often amazed at how they can make small, really simple, easy changes that have such a big impact.
0: Yes, yes, for sure. I can speak to that in my own life when it comes to business building. Uh, You know, when I first started out, I I, and this may be something a lot of other people experience, I don't know, but it was very overwhelming. I mean, you're a one woman or a one man show in the beginning most of the time. And you, at least I had accumulated all these to-do lists. and, And what was happening is then I was becoming paralyzed. And what's funny is that As I started living more into life and and started becoming aware of how powerful thought was on my physical body, on my emotion, that I saw that, well, this isn't helpful. That, again, if I just reach out to three people a day, that's something that I know I can do. My mind wasn't kind of putting up all the alarms. And then to see further that, well, (laughs) I'm the one that's creating all of my to-dos. I'm creating the deadlines. I'm creating this vision for what I want. And then I forget that I'm the one that created it. And then I'm feeling stressed about it. You know, I don't know if you've ever had that experience with something, but you have all, oh, these, yeah. <laughs> all these beliefs that sometimes, I mean, to be honest, it's innocent. You know, we have so many hidden beliefs and thoughts about ourselves and, and based on how we were raised and wherever, you know, family and, and friends, and media, we have all these hidden beliefs. And for me, it's been a really kind of fun adventure to... To just look into that a little bit and question what I think I know, because I do find, as cliche as it sounds, (laughs) the more I think I know, the less I actually know. (laughs) Have you had any experience with that in, in your own life as you've dived into kind of this magical manifestation of a business serving people with aromatherapy and health coaching?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And stress is probably one of the number one things that I address with my clients. I almost feel like I could just be a stress coach and that would go over just fine. But um, I think most people have the best of intentions for themselves and, and me included. And sometimes we you know, think the things that we really need to do or that we should be doing, and they're not always the best things, even though they don't sound bad, they might sound very good, but they might just not be the best fit for the person or the time.:
0: Yes, timing is huge for me. I uh, am a recovering perfectionist myself, and I used to try to always
1: <laughs> I've <laughs> oh, been there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, make life happen on my own time, you know, And, and there's something um, now that I'm a little bit more experienced and, and older <laughs> uh, that sometimes I'm an, in a project, right or I'm in a session with someone, and sometimes it feels like pushing a boulder up the hill and other times it's really organic like what you described about how your business has been created and it just occurs to you you know we all have this amazing capacity for insight or like oprah would call them like the little aha moments right where but by no logical reason all of a sudden our perspective shifts and we see the problem or the situation totally differently and that can happen for anybody anytime anywhere and i think that's really really exciting Um, and have you seen that, that that's linked as well, um, with breakthroughs for your clients that, you know, that they're working with you and then they start to see things differently for themselves.
1: Oh, absolutely. Amy. And I loved that you mentioned the image of, you know, pushing a boulder up a hill because, um, my program, I called it learn to float. And to Uh me, that really means, um, I want people to have an image of where, if you were drowning maybe you're drowning in stress or work like a job that you don't like or just being overwhelmed with having kids and making dinner and working and finances and and making time for everything that you feel like you should have in your life or you do have in your life and i think a lot of people are just overwhelmed and stressed and and not really enjoying their life and they don't know how how to get back to having a life that they love and that's why instead of you know teaching people to to work harder and to be stronger and to push through it i think you know if they're drowning instead of trying to swim and instead of trying to struggle i like to teach people to float and to go with the current and to learn you know that it doesn't have to be a struggle and being healthy doesn't have to be difficult and your life should be something that you really enjoy
0: i love that imagery amanda it it really puts in perspective for me too that you know i've realized for myself i can't get out of being human i tried for years to get out of being human you know <laughs> like i took yeah. it really personally and if you you know we continue with the the metaphor of the ocean or or the waves you know every human being is going to be in flux you're going to have moments where it feels open and spacious you're going to have moments where it feels insecure And anxious and the more that I've realized that this is just part of the experience of being human the less seriously I take my thinking when I'm in those low areas you know and and that has been extremely extremely helpful um, for myself and also you know like like you said giving ourselves a break a little bit you know as far as you know maybe the answer isn't always work harder, (laughs) (laughs) even though that's what we've been taught culturally Um, That maybe sitting back reflecting doesn't mean that you're passive in life, but it means that you're then in touch with intuition more. You're using a part of the brain that isn't just your raw computer, you know, your raw intellect that wasn't designed for us to feel things like love. I mean, it's great to have the intellect. It's, you know, it can run my spreadsheets and my accounting at the end of the month. You know, I'm glad I have those skills. But, you know, for instance, I I, I always laugh, you know, when I was 21, I I really, I I loved two guys. (laughs) So I I love two guys. And, and I tried to do a pros and cons list as to which one I should be with. (laughs) Oh, the list. I've been to the list. Yes. I read Amanda, how funny, you know, I can laugh about it. But, you know, the beauty of this is that we, we all do this all the time in different areas. And sometimes it's like what you're saying, just sitting with someone that may be more objective than a family member or a loved one and just sitting with them and seeing what occurs, you know, instead of just overthinking and running the programming. And, you know, it's fascinating with, with the brain. And I know you're also very well versed in the biochemistry of, of the body, but you know, when we're in that kind of thinking, that analytical thinking, that conceptual mind, we can only pull from past lots. So it's not helpful for accessing the freshness and 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 it's also maybe a great area where the aromatherapy comes in. I'm not as, as confident with the biochemistry on that, but um, I really like that you're including that as well um, in what you're doing. I think it's a wonderful merging of your passions and your own experience. Thank you. With that, I talked way more than I wanted to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I love hearing your story. I like hearing everybody has stories, and I think it's just so important that we share them with each other, and we're losing some of that interconnectedness. You know, we're more connected around the world than we ever have been before, but we're so not connected with the people right in front of us, and... I think it's important for us to really make, you know, make these connections and tell our stories and, and share our thoughts and ideas and, and learn from each other.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, i kind of want to sign up to be a client. I'm like, look at you're so great <laughs> to work with. You. You've got such a great energy about you. Uh, is there anything that you would like listeners to take home today? If there was one thing that they could take home uh, with them, from listening to this podcast,
1: what would you really want them uh, to know? I really want people to know that having the lifestyle that they want can be you know, so much closer than they imagine. And it can be so much easier to, to have that than they think it is. And I want them to realize if they are just brave enough to imagine that they can really have the life they want and have the health they want, and and take the first step towards that that it um it can be theirs and it doesn't have to be a struggle it doesn't have to be difficult but it's something that i think is great to have a partner for and i would love i would love to work with people who are really ready to make those you know those simple small changes to really improve the quality of their life
0: oh, a woman after my own heart with the simplicity i i just I really love what you're sharing and it is really different than a lot of the talk that goes on uh, in a lot of the health uh, health world, the medical community uh, as well. Um, so Amanda, where can people find you if they would like to learn more about working with you?
1: Well, they can definitely find me online. My website is amandasaromatherapy.com or you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash amandasaromatherapy or I'm also on Twitter as aromatherapynut and I'm on Instagram.
0: Okay, great, great. So I will post, I will post that as well um, in the comments on the description of today's show. Thanks so much, Amy. Well, thank you. This has been great. I've really enjoyed speaking with you. And uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime. Maybe we'll also get uh, my colleague Meg online as well. Uh, that could be a lot of fun. And that could uh, be
1: too much fun.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> She's a fantastic, soul. We will be having lots of other solopreneurs with big hearts, similar to what you've heard from Amanda today. All the best to everyone on the call. Love and light, and I will talk to everybody soon. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amy. Well, it is about that time for another one of what we're calling Amy's Real Stories. Cue the drumroll, Kelly. So today's real story truly astonishes me because it not only talks about the change that is available individual by individual, but also what happens when enough individuals start seeing something differently for themselves and the entire community changes as a result of that. So today's story is when a principle-based conversation for psychology and well-being has been introduced into the field of prevention, some amazing and honestly remarkable unheard of results have occurred. For example, the Coliseum Gardens Housing Project went from having one of the highest murder rates in the area to zero. I'm going to repeat that (laughs) because this is so far from the realm of what we think is possible. But the truth is, every single human being on this planet has access to common sense and wisdom. That is something that is so true. So I'm going to repeat it. Coliseum Gardens Housing Project goes from having one of the highest murder rates in the area to zero. And if you want to find out more about this case study, I have provided the source links in the show notes. And that will wrap it up for today. If you yourself are interested in uncovering and realizing the one thing that makes a substantial difference in the lives of human beings, If you want to think more clearly, make better decisions, have more satisfying relationships, and tap into your own well-being, peace of mind, and creativity more often, head on over to ReviveYourSandy.com to get the conversation started and start exploring for yourself. So these amazing stories that we talk about, it is my hope that this no longer becomes Abnormal, but that this becomes more normal, more ordinary. And the more that I meet with individuals and host this radio show and host retreats and individual sessions, the more and more I see that this is true that human beings have an amazing capacity for insight, change, transformation. Again, my name is Amy Leo. And if you want more information, you can head on over to reviveyoursanity.com. I do host individual intensives in Amsterdam, Netherlands right now. That's actually where I'm located. I tend to move around quite a bit. I can also, of course, meet with folks on the internet via Skype. Also, last but not least, today's podcast has been brought to you by our fabulous podcast producer, Kelly Munstred. If you have any needs that are technological, audio, visual, give Kelly an email. He's just fantastic at what he does and brings a beautiful energy. His email is Kelly kelly.munstred, M-O-N-S-R-U-D, at gmail.com. On behalf of the entire Revive Your Sanity Cooperative and Collaborative Project, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, keep rocking.